listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Four, blonde hair to the floor. Forty, never thought I dreamed about rapping hardcore. No, I ain't got a gun. No, I never been in a real club. Still live with my parents, but I'm still a thug. I'm so gangster, you can find me baking cookies at night. You out clubbing, but I just made Carmel Delight. T-Swift and T-Pain rapping on the same track? It's a thug story. Tell me you can handle that. Hey, welcome to the Black Outtails Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. It is uh, everybody's favorite, man. It's a Walking Dead recapping uh, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Wednesday we have uh, the Black Astronauts coming on tomorrow. Yep. So uh, we had to recap it today. Um, but we were like, uh, you know, I know some cool people that watch this show. And we love having cool people come in and kind of recap with us. And I feel like uh you guys should know doggo and nicole since they've been on the show before and uh believe we've been on their show before so like uh i feel like everybody no. should be we never been on breakfast for dinner Mm-mm. no no, no it's coming though it's this coming. Is okay we have all to right. work out all yeah, right all right cool. and the only reason why i know because i've been asking i was like hey y'all got a mixer now you have no excuses mm, okay well karen's my agent guys she's uh networking behind the scenes i've been on top of this one uh at any rate um they're like podcast family i feel like we all kind of travel in the same circle two two of my favorite people and i know they they joke about it on their show but a lot of times when people like what is your favorite black podcast they constantly come up in the mix Mm -hmm. and they're like we're not black but it does not matter to us it's like we just welcome you you talk about black shit and you care about black people yeah it's uh you know how it is guys until you betray us you guys are cool <laughs> yeah i'm just waiting for the money i'm really waiting for the money <laughs> yeah. I just can't wait. until you guys are the ones who get rich off of it uh you guys are still cool <laughs> with us um but yeah can you tell the people a little bit about breakfast for dinner the you know the podcast and uh what all you guys do over there uh yeah we're we're based out of austin texas we're a pop culture uh music movies kind of podcast um we are indebted to rod and karen they are kind of just our like our inspiration our muses our fairy god our fairy god um and uh and you know they spawned a lot of podcasts uh uh, in their time in the running and uh, we're so grateful to them and the community that they've built um and so we talk about just kind of everyday things a lot of current events um nicole's background feminism fashion uh just being all-around badass chick me good for nothing <laughs> two degrees that i don't use in, at work and uh and that's we just try to try to bring some levity but also kind of tackle some difficult stuff on our podcast well i Lots mean media. i feel like uh like i said it's all kind of the same like network of, of shows and mm-hmm. you know like sometimes you'll just hear them pop up on you know what's the tea or where's my 40 acres or something it's mm-hmm. like that's right we're all we're all kind of in this together man so uh we and we appreciate y'all coming through to recap the walking dead with us um you know especially on like kind of short notice i think i just saw nicole was tweeting about it and i discovered two things one you guys uh still watch the walking dead and then two uh yeah. I, I wasn't following nicole which i don't know how that happened so <laughs> that is <laughs> that no. is fixed the final piece is falling into place is right here yeah that is that is fixed i did yeah, not she, she's the best thing because you follow her and it's like the new fall fashion and she's taking instagram pics of herself and she's just be all so happy and lovely and 
and i just love the war and i that's why i love to follow you she'd be like i just love the world and love each other and when it comes to doggo he's just ratchet and that's why i keep him around well there you guys go oh, yeah. oh go ahead just my twitter name sandwich so just trying to let everybody know <laughs> did you say 21 sandwich yeah okay all right that's uh that's really dope that's really good man <laughs> um all right so um obviously you can find their podcast on itunes and all the places that you find uh podcast and they always titling their show after items that people eat for breakfast yes or i mean are you guys still still not i mean you're getting up there are you guys starting to run out of shit or no you can never no, never as long as pinterest exists we'll be safe yeah <laughs> <laughs> i about to say you can never run out mm Right. Um, these white people will be coming up with the craziest shit like, <laughs> like, uh, like six months ago it was like avocado toast and i was like avocado toast oh yeah that's like a staple now but like six months ago like nobody knew what the hell avocado toast was You're wrong. Mm, anyway so, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but we remember uh distinct i remember distinctly rod uh, uh challenging us saying that we will eventually run out and the sticks with me i'm like uh i'm like uh aria before i fall asleep i just say breakfast foods (laughs) over and over i mean we haven't even used all the cereals or all the pop tart flavors like we've got a ways to go and we haven't even gotten ethnic yet yeah got that in the got that in the basement yeah well i'm uh episode is this week what 105th is that what you said 150 150 oh wow that you guys are getting up there man yeah and yeah i'm gonna say y'all been through a lot uh doggo are we finally on two feet now yeah i I would walk if you could like see but i'm also not wearing any pants so that's gonna be awful well that's the only way to podcast okay guys if you're gonna be you'll be podcasting i don't know why you be wearing pants that's like defeating the whole purpose yeah (laughs) cameras is the only reason why i got a shirt on right i do yeah we if this wasn't live we just do it naked it doesn't matter um of course uh you guys can also find us on itunes and stitcher to search the blackout tips we'll come up leave us five star reviews um and we'll read them on the show as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme extreme um um <laughs> uh, and of course uh you know today we'll be recapping uh the walking dead which everybody just stays looking forward to mm-hmm. um which you know obviously we look forward to it as well we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to listen uh to us do that but we can't really go right into it all the time because there's a lot of other shit happening in the world and we have to make sure that people are aware okay you may have heard that there are people out there that are fucking with black people they continue to even though uh-huh. we just want to talk about the walking dead and do fun stuff and watch the hornets play and things like that yeah. you know but we don't always get to do those things guys mm-hmm. sometimes we have to sit around and be like damn let's talk about what's fucked up with us today so uh let me see what we got here oh wait should i even play this music I guess I'll play this music. Let me wait for Spotify to come up. Um, can't do the song. It's my favorite thing that Rock does is like waits for everyone to show up for Walking Dead and is like, and fucking with black people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I feel like there's a large constituency of our audience that just shows up for these show recaps and they don't get some of this uh, good old fashioned uh, SJW coming on. So 
they need to uh they need to get woke okay guys i'm sorry but you gotta pay the toll anyway we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that you didn't want to play today it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them from zero to a hundred intervals of 25 uh for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants well it's everybody again guys they everybody just keeps on keeps on going uh let's see who's fucking with us oh here's a guy um he's a paramedic you know people to save your life when you uh no need a little emergency medical emergency help okay yeah well um he apparently got fired because uh he was racist when he was on duty he uh used to say some stuff like um leave him to die and non-white white patients don't matter so he literally is black lives don't matter like he 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 was uh being i mean when your job is to save lives that might be fucked up uh an interesting approach mm, it's another way to look at i probably just worried about the economy you know these economic oh, figures yeah. Yeah, that's that economic anxiety everybody's talking about mark mark dunkerley was on duty when he when he also said oh cunt just leave him to die while speaking about a patient in 2014 uh the health and care professions council hpcpc heard despite allegations being reported uh, to senior staff dunker lee was only put on a training plan and allowed to continue working at blue star medical services in maidstone he's now living in cumberland north lanarkshire uh oh yeah that's over there by the uh where the hobbits stay <laughs> he resigned in november 2014 due to substandard work he admitted to using the term packy and nigger and when investigated by blue star medical services but he did not confess this to the hcpc okay oh, what now? oh what's the packy i don't know what that is uh it's a mid- uh, slang slur for middle eastern people oh okay okay you know like pakistan ah yeah okay. they call muslims that and shit uh these were not isolated incidents this is a continuing lack of insight dunkerley accepts little responsibility for his own behavior and has a tendency to blame others hmm. you saying a racist hmm. would blame other people for his problems i don't know i don't <laughs> sound fishy to me it's funny to me too uh, <laughs> dunkerley do, do, do we know if any of these patients are trying to take his job maybe that's what it was me- are they even in the country okay, legally right, maybe they're not in the country legally and that's what's going on you know uh well, the, he's doing them <laughs> say that get dog i'm sorry he's doing them a favor i think mm-hmm. letting them die uh he uh was present and represented at the hearing but he was fired by the hpc register uh he has 28 days to appeal the decision so i'm sure he'll do that it's probably just a misunderstanding zero to 100 karen karen goes with 100 doggo uh i I will go with 100 all right nicole literally 100 all right and i'm gonna go with uh, 100 as well because who knows who died or received less than uh satisfactory uh you know 
service because of this yeah. dude. Yeah, and may have probably reported on his poor ass service, and they was like, oh well. Mm-hmm. I like that they gave him another chance. Where it was like, well, we'll just retrain him. <laughs> oh man, like it must be nice. We racism that- like that. We did the 2016 UK version of 911 as a joke. They have their 911 as a, over there. It's different. So we need like Skepta, Jamie, the grime dude to get on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like the idea of someone being like, yeah, man, let these niggers die. And they're like, oh, he must not have read the training manual. Yeah. <laughs> just take him. Right there. Yeah, he was, we, we probably should. That's really our, that's really on us. That's our bad. We should have just trained them better um here's another one uh hamilton actors are forced to hire security after death threats from trump fans yeah so uh apparently donald trump's twitter tirade against hamilton's uh show uh just shows how dangerous words can be uh because his supporters are threatening violence in retaliation this week trump supporters forced hamilton actors union to hire extra security in the wake of president-elect trump's attack on the cast and free speech rights this weekend uh you know it's just pc culture running up guys honestly i mean uh that's the problem with these liberals they're always trying to stifle free speech and tell people what they can and can't say okay yeah that's what donald trump need a safe space for the racist we need a safe space for racist people that's what i've been saying okay i recently Mm -hmm. came into some money and i'm saying give trump a chance let's give this man a chance Mm -hmm. i was balancing my checkbook this morning and Mm -hmm. i seen a couple extra zeros and you know what guys Mm -hmm. i'm ready to let him make america great no you didn't go back and check and move that decimal baby Mm -hmm. oh you think i would okay oh that was a decimal that wasn't a comma nope Mm -hmm. oh never mind man (laughs) oh no 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 fuck trump i'm sorry guys (laughs) my bad (laughs) we had an accounting error on this side mm-hmm. uh and I, I i may have said some things that don't represent <laughs> the uh the the black guy who tells brand okay guys and i just want to apologize to everybody i was feeling kind of like uh i am a young black rich <laughs> if that don't let you know that america understand black <laughs> matter these days i don't know what it is don't come at me with that dumb <laughs> man my life matter especially to my exactly um <laughs> and you you know what oh a oh, hundred but but the thing about it is that it is just amazing that we have a future president that literally acts like a twitter nigga mm. like he literally acts like a fuck boy literally on twitter like you say something to him his feelings get hurt and instead of taking responsibility reflecting looking at themselves it's like nah all you bitches is the problem and bitches is like encompassing of like male female brown people like everybody is in that circle Mm. to him and kind of beneath him and it's amazing that you know he goes on a tirade and they were like you know what yeah i agree with you yeah if you look at too. if you look at his mentions it's always a bunch of people that just it don't matter what the facts are they I just know. they it just got to matter agree with whatever's coming out of his uh his cake hole um there's actually it looks like there's a competition to see who can be the first to respond to donald trump it does if you go in his mentions he's mm. like the same three people that respond first wow and it's yeah i think i think they're like, i think they're all his accounts like i think <laughs> i think donald trump <laughs> 
donald trump is the first twitter troll president he got like five different accounts and that's how we could tell because he probably followed them that's how we know we like have a catfish for president Mm -hmm. it's a catfish we've been catfished uh so uh they leaked a memo regarding the situation that basically said that hey we gotta have some security because we've been getting threats man um so be alert and aware of your surroundings and those within your building as courteous as it is to hold the door open for someone behind you think twice about doing so if you don't know the person so motherfuckers <laughs> is trying to kill the cast right. of hamilton like, we don't want to ride a randomly walk into the building because they said a statement that said hey can you treat everyone fairly and that they was like these motherfuckers obviously need to die keep in mind the motherfucker that called said president obama you lied during the state of the union still lie. the the, the uh no death threats yeah the i think it was like the governor or somebody of new orleans that wouldn't shake obama's hand when he got off the plane mm-hmm. still alive acted real nasty donald trump still alive you know demanded to see this man's birth certificate then wanted his gray transcript um still alive guys yeah you know people act like i'm gonna keep it real people act like uh black folks ain't forgot about the central park five like that shit was real that happened like in the 80s and he still is on that i don't give a fuck what your dna say i don't give a fuck that you let them free they still guilty and it's like okay Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie i don't know what that part had to do with anything but mm-hmm. i also oh, feel like it, fuck it, him yeah it's it's so. a fuck donald trump yeah <laughs> yeah and i want to tell so you know my i will my, allow my, it my dislike for him goes way back a lot of people dislike for donald trump it's like oh he's more than just a the orange hair bald guy on the apprentice with a bad comb over i'm like nah you go back to the 80s with me fuck you yeah i was only saying i i will allow it it's no slander i won't stop i will stop <laughs> thank you yeah um anyway uh 100 for karen uh doggo uh hamilton security a mm-hmm. hundred all right a hundred when we need security for our safe places it's got to be a hundred mm-hmm. yeah that's true that's true uh i'm gonna say a hundred as well because um all those people are black and brown and that cast just about and uh yeah motherfuckers they've been mad at them ever since they saw the the casting sheet that was like uh white people uh you can apply but you probably won't get some of these parts so there's they've been trying to like take them down a peg for a minute but you know how dare a play based on alexander hamilton have a political uh bent in the audience you know right and, and yeah, you know oh, i was gonna say you uh, you don't see uh you don't see like white celebrities get accosted like this like on this scale like they don't need to hire security when they speak out against trump yeah white all. people get to say any you know what though it's not even just white people everyone who says shit like against um like liberal shit they just get to live man Stacey Dash ain't talking shit for the longest. She black. Ain't nobody fucking with her. Everybody just like, oh, I hate her. But nobody's like, I will kill your ass. You need to hire some security because I'm going to be practicing my Second Amendment. You're like Everybody's just kind of like, oh, I hate her. Roll my eyes. I'm done with it, you know? Laughs at her like she's a joke. We don't even waste our time on her. Right. Whereas other people like like want to talk about who's getting offended here that's like so easily offended uh is is people who are like my rights are being infringed upon because he won't cast white people in this show yeah the the pc mafia versus just motherfuckers with guns out here that's threatening to kill me 
but yeah everyone's complaining about the quote-unquote pc mafia that doesn't exist you know right like no you joked about it but i've never seen the bodies that the pc mafia has dropped right there's no concrete on those shoes you know right and on top of that uh what about the tons and people people that don't know the history of theater which is which is these motherfuckers probably wouldn't most parts are made and designed for white folks and black folks are constantly left out they have scripts that go nah we want blonde hair blue eyes like they have all these descriptions and honestly most of the time it's like that's indirectly telling you niggas to beat it they will take stuff that were written for black people by black people and whitewash them and it's just fine you know but then i guess for me that's the part that kind of make you makes me mad because it's like this outrage is stemmed from racism that point blank period and when you say that you become the problem you're a racist for saying some shit is racist mm-hmm so yeah a hundred as we said oh, oh yeah um and lastly nigger slur defaces mlk center in spokane do not pretend that these are isolated incidents the martin luther well you know if we could just be like martin luther king guys okay he is a beloved figure when it comes to how to talk to white people peacefully because he's dead and that's why we had to put the n-word slur on his stuff because he what would what would mlk have done if they put the n-word slur on i don't know because you killed him Mm, that is a very inconvenient fact that you keep bringing up come on Mm. uh washington uh is the the center is in spokane washington and is vandalized with racist graffiti this week uh the spokesman review reported that staff on tuesday found a vandalism when they arrived for work at the center which provides education and other opportunities for children and families the n-word was painted on one wall of the building graffiti was also found on a van but the writing was not legible mm. apparently they can't they can't spell nor can they draw straight swastikas yeah i feel like um i feel like racist people are stupid like i mean i know they're not all stupid but it's kind of like that put it the kind of racist person that does this is stupid put it that right, way the like there's very very smart racist people that are like we'll just put it in the laws <laughs> but then there's yeah, also the ones you really need to be scared of but yeah but then there's also this racist that's just like i'm gonna put a backwards kkk on my head to say black people did it and it's like no. you can't if you do that in the mirror you will get caught and <laughs> like like it's that kind of racist right. and i feel like that's who does the like you know niggers go home with three g's instead of two or whatever <laughs> they in training they they hadn't finished the manual book like you know like i feel like the van was probably the practice for niggers and they just go like yeah. uh what is it in G- no okay we gotta start over let's just go put it on the side of the building i don't i don't know what this they is. don't have white out for spray paint no dummy uh <laughs> so yeah apparently this is why you know your art ideas as a marketer as a, as a as a person who deals with these things mm-hmm. i can't stand bad graphic design i really can't it really is upsetting you yeah, sketch yeah. it out first you gotta sketch it out first before man. you go do like the official have no. a plan I need a team you you gotta have a plan this can't these crimes of passion you just get amped up because trump just won the national election and your next thing you know you're out there just purchasing spray paint on a whim and you haven't even practiced one swastika or looked up how to spell racial slurs and now now you're in quite a pickle okay now we're laughing at you on the blackout tips when all you wanted to do was put the fear of god in some innocent families and children but how can I be scared when it's not spelled correctly? Right. The kids show up and they're just like, mama, they don't have enough ease or whatever. And it's like, 
oh baby you learning so much more was, than these racist i was bringing this up to somebody in a xbox party i think and uh like i'm really ashamed of the of the wrist control of these racists i feel like the millennial i mean these are obviously younger people mm-hmm. i feel like or you know generation x uh very weak, weak wrist control i feel like that is kind of just like the entitlement of younger people i feel like that they don't have to do hard labor mm. you know no jackhammering you know for old daniel you right. know, from west virginia so he doesn't have the wrist control for proper swastika spray painting if mm. you want the job done right get yourself an immigrant to do it you know mm. what i'm saying because they got the ah! wrist control yeah 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 always, they, always about that free labor like i know they have like hey. um you know like they're just lazier these days you know like this is the slacktivism of racism you know uh so it looks like oh go ahead sorry it just trails off softly it just you're like what happened like you started this and then you didn't have follow through so now we got this we can't even read what you wrote on the van good job buddy hope hope you hope you hope you feel like those kids are gonna be scared when now it just looks like you you colored the van for them thanks ha the old racist sitting in a wheelchair going if i could get my old ass up i would show these youngsters how to do it their fingers are all nice and pretty and clean because all they do is tap on keyboards back in the day you had to get your hands dirty and wrap your hands around somebody's neck they don't want to do the hard work <laughs> these days i already said the clan has to be shaking their head at the new clan right they're like y'all y'all ain't about no hard work right it's like what like they probably look at them like y'all some suckers y'all voted for a president man we don't vote we get out here and intimidate people in these streets yeah, we, we make them change the laws right you out here talking about on the keyboard logging in right. i used to put my hands on black people in, in person i couldn't just make them block me that was nothing i got blocked by three people today congratulations billy bob i lynched three people on a tuesday it's what we used to do we didn't even report that because that wasn't even a big deal back then we had a cookout and a barbecue when we used to do it it was a celebration what are y'all doing nowadays right what happened to looking a black person in their eyes and putting making them scared what happened to that spray painting in the middle of the night like a coward you know how many churches i burned (laughs) say that again all community is being lost it really is <laughs> the whole community right face to, like you know what's funny is people always complain like you know social media is making us have less face-to-face personal interactions and i was like why do y'all say that like y'all like people i don't like people the less personal interactions the better for my life i'm like mm, good we can cut down on stupid people and i can just talk to people i like in real life for real I'm trying to tell you you guys are looking at this wrong anyway <laughs> The city council president, Ben Stuckert, visited the center on Tuesday after learning about the incident, and he called it a hate crime. He says it looked like they, oh, I was right. It looks like they practiced on the van before they painted on the wall. <laughs> you, you, you were right. You get 100 points. As Dave Chappelle, as Dave Chappelle said, I, I know the whites. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, you know what they should have? <laughs> They should have a pre-made swastika kind of cutout. You Template. Know how, yeah, you know how the you have. The problem with that is you got to buy it somewhere like or you got to make it. Or, okay. A now, yeah, I like that. Just, just yeah. have a sticker that you peel off and paste and be like, ha ha. Yeah, they got to, that, that means you got to sell it somewhere or make it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, are, are you, Which, you know, you can't be, motherfuckers ain't gonna be trying to get caught selling swastikas. That's true, that's true. But the people that will be perfect at it that will probably not do it is post-its because that's their job. You can post that shit on everything. 
if posted people get in, get in this business, they can make a killing. Mm, I, I don't know about this idea. <laughs> I'm just trying to get him, get, get him the racist dollars. I don't, yeah, I don't. Three M, see what yeah, I don't know. I don't know if 3M specializes in in that kind of stuff. Can I don't think they do. I hope not. But they don't want their in our mouths right now. This is a dude. Yeah, this is the worst advertiser ever for them. It's just a dude in like, <laughs> what if it's one dude at all the 3M meetings that's just like, I'm telling you guys, gotta go do swat stickers, man. Swat sticker division. We just need to find it. And, and they like, just keep turning them down. They're right. like, nah, man. We 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 just cannot do that. It's too much money out there. And you know what? He, y'all gonna fire that dude and he gonna be like the scientist we talked about yesterday he's gonna just turn evil and next thing you know he's gonna be your competition Mm-mm. nah I compete Claus <laughs> 3M, 3M would never let a racist go rogue not for free um anyway he said basically in a facebook post i never want to hear let it go and get over it again he wrote last week's election gave people permission to act like this do not pretend in your bubble that these are isolated instances police are now investigating uh zero to 100 can oh 100 can's going with 100 doggo cn 100 oh okay i was gonna say i'm not bilingual uh <laughs> 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 nicole you know, it has to be fancy in here. A uh, hundred, definitely. All right. And I'm going to go with a hundred as well. So we got uh, three straight up hundreds, guys. Mm-hmm. Good job today, everyone. And white people, you can turn the podcast back on again. Uh, you made it this far. Uh, congratulations <laughs> uh, to you guys. Um, so we are at uh, episode, uh, let's see, what is this, like six of season yeah episode six of season seven mm-hmm. two more episodes to the break y'all wow yeah and then we got that that long yeah, ass break, break until oh. april march april somewhere in there some foolishness i don't know it just feels so long it every does. time you know when you love something it hurts when it's gone you know uh but yeah it's this episode was called swear um and uh it was i guess the best synopsis would be like we finally catch up with tara and we find out what happened with Tara and Heath when they went off on their scavenging mission. Uh, they left from the satellite base where they killed all those, uh, saviors. Um, and unbeknownst to them, they, they don't know anything that's happened with Negan since. Nope. They don't know who's died, any of this stuff. They're out on the scavenging mission. We've kind of wondered what happened to them. Mm-hmm. So we catch up with them and this becomes a very terror centric episode. Uh, we get introduced to a new location, a, a new colony of people, mm-hmm. um, that I'm sure will come into play at some point. Of um, and, uh, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll just say, like I always do, Karen, what did you think about the episode in general? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I loved it. Karen loved it as always. Dago. Loved it all right nicole <laughs> i also loved it i have not loved some episodes this season but i loved this episode mm, so say we all so say we all <laughs> uh i loved it as well man um it was you know what's interesting man i love when they diverge from the comic book because i do still read the comics mm-hmm. so then they did something now it's just like oh have not seen this in the comics i'm in like i'm now i'm intrigued by the, the entire thing i think for uh there's just like an added bonus of i like when shows diverge from their written source material mm-hmm. um all right so let's go ahead and get into the walking dead guys
sent me a hip hop version of that one time. It had like all these drums was and it, shit under it. Uh, the, the theme was it flames? No. Was it good? No. The regular version oh. is already flames. It's already flames. I like I didn't play it to the beat drop, but let me go back. They don't need your help, dog. They good. They got it. <laughs> it yeah, they that just, wasn't the hip hop. Yeah, they just hit it? the no. doom, 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 That's it. That's all you need. You don't really need to spice it up, man. Okay, can't rap over everything, guys. Just because you got a <laughs> mixer at home. Um. All right. So this episode is called Swear, and we start with a woman and a little girl walking on the beach, talking about a dingy ass bear that they found um that the woman wants to give to the little girl and we find out that the little girl's name is rachel and if you have closed caption on you see that the uh woman the grown woman is named cindy spelled c-y-n-d-i-e uh some very some different spellings out here in the world guys what i'm saying uh and (laughs) what'd you say dago oh it's a big wide world out there with different spellings all kinds of spellings dog you just never know so they roll up on the on the zombie and the little girl kills it and she's like super excited she killed the zombie in one hit so she must be getting better at zombie killing um and then she sees another body that's like further up the beach kind of closer to the water and she takes off running and uh cindy the older lady is like uh stop running but the girl keeps running rachel keeps running because she's a white kid and they don't listen um oh lord come on guys it's a stereotype because it's true um but she runs down the beach and uh she gets ready to uh stab the presumed zombie in the head uh cindy stops her and says uh she's still alive and we see that it's terror uh washed up on the beach um and uh also the little girl goes um well just because it's not a bobber which is what they call the zombies that wash up on the beach uh she's like yeah we still supposed to kill her so i'm gonna kill her anyway and cindy's like no don't kill her and she's like you know the rules we gotta we gotta kill her and cindy says don't are you gonna tell on me if we don't kill her and the little girl's like i ain't no snitch but i ain't helping you with this body either since you refuse to kill this woman and won't let me get my first kill um mm. which uh i don't know what you guys make of rachel at this point oh wait i'll start with you first karen she gonna be a problem okay you don't like little rachel mm-mm, no mm-mm, no i don't like her at all and you could tell that um she's in an environment where they was like we don't want people around us we just kill everybody like you could she was like there was no empathy or sympathy in her heart because she probably has grown up what people have told her you kill people that are not a part of the group you kill people that are not a part of the group and children if you don't help them decipher kind of good from bad it's all one side or the other to children Mm -hmm. um it's no nuance to to her thought process yeah they take to the to the rules faster because this is their reality right uh nicole what'd you think about uh rachel when we first met her yeah kind of like karen said i 
it made me uh, start to realize some things about the community because it seemed like she'd been brainwashed. And so, I mean, and this was before we knew anything about the group yet. And so I was like, oh man, this is, this could be like some really crazy shit that they've like been brainwashing kids that they have to kill anything that walks up. Mm. So. Daga, what'd you think about Rachel? Uh, when I first saw her, I thought it was a sneak peek at Moana that, uh, new Disney movie. <laughs> he did um, say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> no, she was raw. She was, I mean, I, like I love, I love and kind of hate the kids that grow up in the, in this world because like we see even in the fear of the fear of the walking dead, like all the kids kind of have to grow up real quick mm. and they get tough real, real quick. And, uh, and she's probably the tiniest, toughest kid we've seen so far. And so she, I don't think she understands the reality. That's not, you know, killing bobbers in their words. Uh, so I always find the kids super, uh, super interesting, probably more interesting than, than the adults. Cause the adults kind of like have their set of characteristics that they're going to probably carry on into, uh, the apocalypse and you know that you know, they may change but the kids are being molded by the by the by the world and i think that's super interesting yeah and it seems like she's also at a transitory stage like because kids have to grow up so fast i mean she's already out doing patrols and shit so obviously they trust her to make these decisions to a certain extent um and they do have uh cindy i guess it's kind of watching her or chaperoning her but essentially i mean she felt very righteous about killing tara until cindy you know like and i don't even think she was cool with cindy stopping her because she took the bear and threw it back in the water Mm -hmm. so like she don't want that bear she don't there's she has no illusions of not growing up in a zombie apocalypse where everything can kill you she's like who the fuck wants a teddy bear when motherfuckers trying to bite me and kill me dog so no um so then um I was kind of glad that they found Tara on the beach, but of course I was like, where's Heath? Right. You know, because I don't think his hair can handle that water, you Mm-mm. know? So we don't want him to, to fall in there. Um, it had been, you know, if he had that, that 4C head, don't hold moisture. So it had been just dry. Cindy takes Tara away f- uh, from the shore. Um, and, you know, of course, since we don't know anything about this colony, I'm kind of like, is this the bill cosby colony dragging no, unconscious not. can't be dragging unconscious white women around that's just that's not that's a no-no but uh it looks like she was not being nefarious uh we went to commercial we come back and heath was in the rv with uh tara because it was a flashback guys mm-hmm. our favorite uh <laughs> it was a flashback to uh heath complaining apparently this nigga does not appreciate uh the limited amount of stuff they've gotten on their scavenging trip uh we found out they've been out there for two weeks already they said they would only be gone for two weeks it's been two weeks they only found uh according to him a few rustic cans of uh what like some type of fruit or some shit uh uh okra yeah okra and a, a bottle of aspirin and tara's like rule number one um scavenging, uh, scavenging is that there's nothing left in this world that isn't hidden uh and heath is like well more important than that i don't know if you remember but we killed a bunch of people in they sleep in the satellite camp and i'm fucked with um and tara's like man we had to take them take take them out before they got to us um uh, and here's the thing i don't know if everybody remembers but along with glenn that was heath's first body that he caught in the z-pop mm-hmm. 
um and it would fuck with you i think he made it that long he was lucky he was from he was in alexandria the scouting missions that he went out always turned out fine so he didn't have to kill anybody and shit and it seems like he was kind of bothered by this idea of not just killing but this preemptive strike of killing people that really hadn't done anything to you yet right and i had said last year that i thought that was a big moral line to cross and not it had to be some people that weren't cool with that uh i thought it was going to kind of be glenn but I, I guess glenn seen enough shit that he was like nah this is about right sometimes you gotta kill motherfuckers and they sleep but he he ain't seen that much shit and i actually thought he was right like i know she didn't want to hear what he was talking about but he was like no nah, we didn't have to kill those people like mm. in his mind he was like they didn't do anything to us he said for some milk and some corn right uh dago i, I thought you were gonna say something oh no i, I was just agreeing out oh. loud oh, okay <laughs> but yeah no i i know I, I i i thought she would be able to sympathize more with him mm. um especially considering like where like her kind of origin story and kind of all the stuff that she's seen like i thought she would be a little more understanding but i also understand that she's very concerned about getting stuff back to the group and, and she's helping them, you know helping them. and she might be a bit uh susceptible to that cult type mentality i mean she was following the governor mm-hmm. uh for a bit so maybe she's very much just like look this is what they said the deal is that's the deal let's the, we got to do this shit and maybe she hasn't learned to really like question that shit um yet um at any rate i feel like oh go ahead uh nicole i was gonna say i feel like people who have come up with rick even though she's like newer to rick's group like having come from the governor too that like she she's more used to having to do some cold-blooded stuff whereas it seems like across the board people from alexandria are like you don't have to do this to survive we've survived so long without doing this but it's because they were so isolated and they like hadn't like mm. gone out of that but then as soon as they had to they realized that they had to start doing this stuff and it made them really uncomfortable so yeah and everybody that was out in the world had this moment you know i think mm-hmm. after watching the show for seven seasons it, it, like as audience members we are kind of impatient with certain people like we just want everybody to snap into formation and shit but one of the most consistent things about the writing on this show is that they do kind of make it where it's like as a human being this is just one of the most harrowing things you can experience and it's gonna fuck you up and everyone has their their time where they're like i'm completely fucked up trying to adjust to this new reality where i stab motherfuckers in the head while they sleep like you know normal people shouldn't just do that and be like hey niggas what we had to do right let's get back to work you know like Mm -hmm. most people would have take a moment and also he's in the midst of what he was saying his whole thing was like we were literally ignorance was bliss so Mm -hmm. he was like we were fine over there y'all came in there and basically showed us the reality outside of the wall and it's not what i really wanted you know Mm -hmm. but eventually you would have ran across a group that would have not been like rick and them because you know but rick was a savage when they first came in we're like fuck we're gonna take their shit but you know wouldn't even have talked to talk to them was like look we're just gonna take your shit take this town it is ours now mm-hmm. no i mean he, that was gonna be the wolves you know the wolves are gonna do that they're just around the corner yeah or shit if negan would have got there first you know just knocked on alexandria's gate like it would have been even worse you know um 
so yeah at any rate heath is like look we did all that shit for some milk and some corn and y'all kind of y'all made us do it like we had to do it um and she was like you didn't really have to do it but that's you know that's just not the way things are you just kind of mad right now and he was like it doesn't matter i get it now if it's you or someone else you choose you you take what you can you take out who you have to and you get to keep going nobody's in this together okay not anymore tara's like oh you know that's bullshit we always in it together uh you know um and not everybody's like that and he was like yeah everybody's like that me you uh everyone who wants to stay alive that's the truth like we all are kind of out for ourselves at some point and will kill you before you kill me which obviously is a cold realization to keep to heath who throughout all this time alexandra has kind of maintained some type of civil society and mm-hmm. to him it's like it's motherfucking wolf time outside the gates you know <laughs> and i wasn't ready right uh he didn't tell Tara that they're gonna go back uh after they search the beach area because they are way farther than they said they would go um and he says after that they're gonna turn around and come back no matter what they find but something that they did do mm-hmm. i guess they must have heard black twitter talking about his edges they did wrap his edges up they wrapped his motherfucking hair up like because Michonne. people was looking like dog y'all do know this wig is bad y'all need to get some black people on here that really know how to do uh braids or real good braid designer but i'm glad they wrapped them edges up because it was looking mighty rough yeah and tara has a a revolver that she picks up and looks at and it has the etching of lucille on it Mm -hmm. so it's one of the savior's guns even Mm -hmm. so just message (laughs) uh let's see what else happens so then um back in her room cindy is looking at a map uh that is close to the ocean and tracing like it looks like maybe tracing the line to the river and seeing where maybe tara could have come from because you know unconscious tara was washed up on the beach and that means the tide took her in so she's like she was being like where the fuck could she have been in the river and washed up here unconscious that makes sense i was like why does she got this map yeah well it was just the show's way of being like they they bought a beach now y'all okay um <laughs> and then she looked up at the clock and it was feeding time so she had to get up and go feed tara and she went down to the beach where tara was still laying unconscious uh and they showed a tattoo on her arm that had a lot of roman numerals on it mm-hmm. um i don't know what it meant so i don't i think we eventually find out because they didn't show us that for nothing yeah so i don't know, I don't it's, know if it was it's, it's like probably one of those like breaking badass type clues or some shit where it's like 26 9 23 5 and that's gonna mean something one day you'll look back um at any rate and the show had a few of these moments this week where it was like whatever it was about was not immediately obvious so we'll see um but yeah so they showed those the roman numerals on her arm uh cindy comes over she's like hey um you know you still sleep and she is um so she handed her like oh not handed she put two bottles of water next to her a wrapped up piece of fish um next to her um and then she laid the spear next to her as well um and then uh she walked off and um as soon as she walked off tara just kind of like awoke quote unquote Mm because i think she was faking sleep Mm -hmm. and uh got up and 
look to make sure to see if she could see cindy and cindy was by the beach and so she uh drank some water like kind of hiding behind the tree and then she uh ate some of the fish uh and then she looked back and cindy was walking into the woods um and so tara decided to follow cindy into the woods uh with the spear uh, by the way cindy kind of looks like um uh, i don't know if karen would not get this reference because she didn't watch it but she kind of reminds me of kima greggs from uh the wire for some reason like in the face she just kind of looked like kima a little bit like they could be cousins or some shit um at any rate <laughs> um so uh they uh uh i was just about to call her kima cindy walked back to to the to the to this to the settlement uh basically and it's kind of like a beach community with these um makeshift beach house type things like it's not like decked out or nothing it's very like they're like shanties guys they're just shanties and sheds and shit but they're all just like living in on this stuff and she's walking around and she sees like um children uh there's fucking uh women with guns that are lookouts there's uh women um that were talking about scavenging and they were saying ev went to the mouth all and she didn't find anything and i'm assuming they're talking about the mouth of a river maybe um and so there so we know one thing is that 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 place that community is looking for supplies or something because obviously that's why you send people out scavenging and they're running out of supplies if they went all the way because they made it sound like damn she went all the way to the mouth and she ain't find nothing so maybe they're running out of shit as well i don't know um so yeah she hears these children laughing there's women standing guard there appears to be a place where women are working in the center of the community um you know just like doing stuff with clothes and all this stuff um and these women go and they open up a shed and there's a ton of fucking guns mm-hmm. in this shed um like i i, I it looks like the inside of what I'm, I'm assuming the basketball player jason williams um oh, house must look like um so they uh <laughs> they looking at all these guns and shit and they start handing the guns out mm-hmm. and as soon as they did that i was like tyra i hope you know they see you like Mm. like that's immediately what i thought i was like and i didn't realize it but instead of somebody saying hey we see you they actually do clicking noises well i was gonna get to yeah so they're handing out the guns um they do this clicking thing and this the clicking thing that they use is something they use to train dogs Mm. um but they click they do this clicking thing all the children get up and run into like a shelter um and meanwhile tara's just sitting up like like she thinks she's solid snake um uh, <laughs> you do not have an invisible cloak baby they see you yeah she thinks it's metal gear solid because she is straight up just chilling like no, your heart power about to be zero dog yeah her face was priceless too because her eyes were huge say that again doggo oh so he was, she was uh, she was solid snake for a second there. yeah like she's like i am snake and um this is metal gear solid and everybody's like no the exclamation point is above all our heads and yes! don't you see the panic <laughs> mm-hmm. so while she's standing there um the uh the ladies get in formation mm-hmm. and start start shooting at her mm-hmm. um and can I, yeah can i say that i 
I thought the Wonder Woman music was going to start playing at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like, who's running the world? Girls. Um, <laughs> so they started, they started, uh, shooting. I will say this. Those ladies could not shoot. That was like 40, <laughs> it's like 40 people with guns and Tara didn't even get hit, but she was running her ass off. Uh, she ran from one lady, ducked behind the side of a building, like knocked the woman out with the spear disarmed her took the gun and like the woman was like do it like kill me and then she was like nah she knocked out with the with the butt of the shotgun and then she ran a little bit further with like it didn't help because then like rachel the little girl stepped out with a gun and she had it yeah she was like the old man from uh new jack city with the gun that little girl was like it's lit and i'm about to light your ass up right um and so tara was like well let me put the gun put my shotgun down you know like hey i don't mean no harm and girl did not give a damn rachel said it doesn't matter we're supposed to All right she's following rules mm-hmm. now keep in mind all the other kids went to the shelter so that's why i say they trust rachel for some reason like i guess this is your the ritual you got to start catching bodies at a certain age to earn your keep yeah i guess everybody else must have been too young well anyway rachel was about to kill her ass and then cindy came up was like no don't do that um we don't have to do this and uh cindy told everybody put your guns down she's she's cool and everybody else was like nah we're gonna keep our guns up and this older lady came through and took control of the situation she was like cindy you get away from her and she was like who the hell are you and what you doing in our camp and all this shit and tara tried to smooth it over like i just crawled in here and i didn't know and she was trying to it seemed hold back information to make it sound like it was just all coincidental that she ended up there and but at the same time she's a horrible liar so right and they like uh bitch we know we in the middle of the amazon so to find us you have got to make some effort right um so then she was like y'all can let me leave and i promise i won't say nothing and then uh the woman did the older woman didn't say a word and she was like okay it's cool we could just keep doing this um ah! and i gotta say they had several comedy beats in this episode like that and uh for me they all kind of landed because the actress that plays tara was is actually pretty funny mm-hmm. um so i don't know did, did I, the, I, oh go ahead doggo i i I expected a brick wall to come up behind her, and she had like a she put on a blazer and had a mic in her hand. But anyway, <laughs> folks. Well, wait, wait, what, what else is happening? What else is happening? Uh, where are you guys from? Uh, <laughs> Tip your waitress. I'll be here all night. You guys together? You got how long? You what you what you do for a living? What you do for a living over there? Yeah, she was bombing bad. I just Andrea, and boy, my arms tired. <laughs> <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd tonight um but yeah so she was like the comedy stuff landed for me um what about you nicole what'd you think i she's hilarious like she's been really funny in other episodes but i love that we got like a spotlight on tara this episode she's personally my very favorite character Mm. and so i was stoked that we got a whole episode of tara yeah and and there's more oh i'm sorry i didn't cut you off i'm sorry go ahead oh no that's all just i think alana masterson's really funny so she's got good timing yeah friggin face her eyes and she's just like whoa all the time so and there's like more uh moments coming too for the comedy stuff that we'll get to but like each one of them is kind of like huh, that's funny you know in the middle of this deadly deadly ass show 
um so um when we come back it's back to the flashback and tara and heath are in the rv and they come to a barricaded bridge so they can't drive across it and they get out and they decide to go ahead and cross it anyway and they're like it's a lot of blind spots he throws a bottle to see if like zombies are gonna come out to try to eat the bottle or whatever the fuck um and then th- nothing comes out so then they start walking through this encamp and it's clearly like this was a place where people lived like they barricaded mm-hmm. one side of the bridge and and the other side they were trying to like live on this bridge which pretty good idea in the zombie apocalypse unless like some emergency shit happens where you got to be mobile but in general that's kind of ingenious like oh if you can block it off so that the zombies can't get you um that's pretty safe um at any rate i mean you can just like fish over the side i mean it's a pretty good idea is what i'm saying you have, you have an escape route like if somebody comes on one side you can leave the other way yeah mm-hmm. and you like can a, always like jump in the water it. if you have to jump in the water at, at, at you know if you just don't have any other option right it was i mean it's pretty damn smart uh i you know people they're always coming up with shit on the show where i'm like that's another way to live okay mm-hmm. um at any rate these motherfuckers must not have made it because uh wasn't no people there no and my assu- <laughs> and my assumption is everybody in the camp was white because they was camping yeah they did have tents and stuff like that mm-hmm. white now white folks is ready for that temps and water canteens like they was prepared they probably mm. had off and everything until they didn't need it no more i feel like this far into the z-pac uh, a lot of people have learned to camp uh that are not just white people anymore camping <laughs> camping is for everybody by this point oh by this time okay by this time okay. five years into the z-pac like motherfucker i'm gonna be camping too ain't no ac <laughs> ain't no central ac that's true now. unless you lucky enough to live with the one percent in alexandria <laughs> but then you don't have a mattress so uh, true true it's burning on the side of the road that's what i wanted to see i hope we come back to alexandria and everybody's just sleeping on burnt mattresses like man fuck that this shit <laughs> this shit still work my sleep number is still like, 50 i'll smell like a s'more if i can sleep right right yeah <laughs> everybody's just in there sleeping like <coughs> uh <laughs> i know all you hear is they sleep numbers moving because that's what i was like no nah, i'm you know nah, that bed was a thousand dollars fuck that we gonna sleep on this mattress um <laughs> so they uh basically see children's toys tents dead plants there was clearly people living here mm-hmm. um and they were planning to build something or put up a perimeter on the other side because once you pass these tarps there's like two dump trucks that had dumped out a bunch of like sand or something Mm -hmm. so it seems like maybe they had set up something to stop the zombies from coming in that way with the sand and maybe they were even going to build something and they just didn't get to finish it or whatever um and there's like a bag stuck in the sand that might have some supplies in it and tara tries to pull it out Heath realizes there's bullets all over the ground by the sand right. and he's like wait don't 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 touch that we got to figure out kind of what's going on with this and Tara's like nope I'm gonna I'm keep touching it and um the whole pile of sand collapses and we get one of the coolest special effects which is uh sand zombies literally yeah like just totally dried out fucking zan sand just like a and it wasn't just that they were sand zombies they were like they were like cascading down on top of them because they were all piled up in the fucking sand they're just like they're just falling out of everywhere and shit um 
and like one of them's head was so smart soft that she like stomped it to death with her foot and you know then they started shooting the zombies in the hand and shit like that it was pretty cool pretty cool special effect and you know what i would have liked to see i, I would probably never get this how did they get those dump trucks to kind of get over those zombies because there was a bunch of damn zombies like right there where those dump trucks were for them to actually cover them completely up so i wondered did they just shoot as many as they could and it was like fuck it look throw sand on the rest yeah i don't know like was the sand like a trap for the zombies like okay it may have been because zombies are stupid and they just keep going until they're stuck in the middle of the sand but they can't get out because it's you know right and it was like well since we've already started let's finish piling up on them yeah because you know zombies don't have the motor skills or like climb over the sand Mm -mm. so i could see maybe they got stuck in there i don't know that's true i don't know what you guys think happened with the sand trap or i guess that was the calling it oh i mean i think they were i mean i don't know it's hard to tell but i think they were maybe going to get run like kind of like you know how like uh rick and the group and alexander they had to like get that quarry free of zombies and they set up like an elaborate you know mm. that overly elaborate you know plan or whatever uh i think that's it on a smaller scale maybe they had a zombie problem right outside and they're like oh okay we'll we'll invite them in mm. you know we'll bring attention to ourselves using guns maybe that's what the bullets are for and then they all walk towards them and then they timed the sand thing oh and they okay. dumped it yeah. on them yeah that okay. that's that works that too sense. and then you have a perimeter there too because now you have this wall yeah mm-hmm. yeah that makes perfect sense that's probably what they did guys you guys are so smart that's why you're on the show um <laughs> so then um the once the zombies start coming out everywhere heath and tar get separated essentially um and he gets up and starts running back uh tar shoots a couple zombies his direction is like go run and um she's like getting swamped by the zombies and she looks back up and Heath is literally gone from like he just dipped he went behind the tarp and you don't see him anymore and i know at this point i thought oh because of that talk they had about everyone being out for themselves heath has decided fuck you i'm out for myself yeah that's yeah i thought that too okay all right i think that's what we were supposed to think as an audience um and yeah i was like this definitely isn't uh twitter because black man not rushing in to say this white woman like she is ah! on her own uh nobody's gonna no one's gonna put on a cape today uh the zombies the zombies look like where's my hug twitter yeah they definitely did i heard a lot about today this morning by the way um very much a um with the with the zombies uh they vary from week to week obviously depending on who's directing and what they want to be accomplished in the scenes but it was like this week more than almost any week had the most like oh well they would just bite you you'd be dead type zombie interaction (laughs) like like they were so casual with the zombies this week because like they were honestly like right next to tara's face more than once and it's like the zombies just went i'm not gonna bite you yet i like that i've already ate I like i've had savor. plenty of sand <laughs> yeah i'm gonna... like, sand in my mouth <laughs> right <laughs> i like the hunt i like the hunt right. anybody else or everyone likes the hunt okay like she should have got bit like 10 times this episode um but yeah so for it looks like he dips out on her um so then tara uh we cut back to you know the present and tara is handcuffed to a radiator 
the leader of the settlement walks in the older woman and her name is natanya uh and she's a white woman named natanya i know strange to me too uh uh and then she has two her her right hand ladies uh kathy and beatrice beatrice is the woman that got knocked out by tara uh with the butt of the shotgun Mm -hmm. and tara's like uh they're like we got to figure out what we're gonna do with you tara's like what's up with these bells i keep hearing bells going off and they're like we got a system of bells that keep the dead from coming in here she's like what about an air horn she's like well we couldn't find all bells so we got air horn as well um and the jamaican lady in the group brought the right (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like ding ding ding. uh rewind (laughs) sound selector <laughs> like daggering out instead of like right. paying attention to the- <laughs> all the zombies over there having a the time of they like though i know dancing and shit right um, oh we're supposed to be killing them come on guys <laughs> eating curry goat right uh i killed tree zombies today mom <laughs> we were supposed God, to i know they were like we were supposed to be eating but that beat drop was so damn funky down by the beach and team um so then so then um they uh they explain that they have and which is cool because if you played a video game the walking dead uh telltale game there in charleston they had a set of bells that somebody was using to keep the zombies like to make to give them directions like okay i need to go to this part of town let me get the zombies all over here so that was it was like a cool idea it was like oh yeah once again another way to live that you just kind of like oh yeah we have these rules in this universe people are gonna find different ways to navigate them and the show's always kind of thinking of that um so yeah so they had that um and but and they had to use the bells because obviously all the fucking 37 gunshots that they went over 37 on to to <laughs> kill tara so what they, what they <laughs> on a talking day talking about they had the they were shooting like the um who was it the uh people from gi joe cobra troopers yeah, they're shooting like Cobra, man. Cobra, yeah, and the Stormtroopers, which is another yeah, one of my bad. Yeah, they're shooting like Star Wars Stormtroopers, for sure. Um, like, no no wonder they need resources, because every time a person comes in, they use all their ammunition, yeah. ammunition for that one person. Yeah. Of course, they're out scavenging. Right. For this colony to have these badass women with guns, uh, no one was really proficient. Not many people were proficient in the guns, so uh, which, which maybe tells more about their backstory. Um, so then... Um, in this conversation with natanya she's like look um you did let my girl um beatrice live so we you know we don't think you evil but you kind of got us at a disadvantage you know where we are we don't know where you from and she also says cindy is her granddaughter and that's who saved her and i'm like oh must be some chocolate in this family i don't know how she got this kima greggs looking baby out here in the streets but cool for her um and then she decided uh like she was like tell us where you from and tara just lied she's just like i'm from atlanta she's originally bad so bad at lying it's just like and i get it you don't really want to tell everybody all your business in the z-pop but but she ain't this no was, curl because curl be coming curl be coming up with it on a fly hers be so smooth oh yeah nobody can fuck with carol yeah carol would have had them bitches eating oatmeal cookies by the end of the day yeah. 
she would have been like in a sweater just like in the kitchen cooking just like mm, yes ladies uh that's right have some more of these chocolate chips that'll make you fall asleep and i'm escaping um <laughs> yes. like she would have definitely got out of that shit already she probably would took that little girl kid like hostage oh, if rachel would have put a gun on carol carol would have been oh man oh, she that little girl up. she would told her that story she told sam come on you know they like to eat people in the woods and like what although rachel more badass than sam she'd probably be like bitch i don't give i know fucking getting eaten in the woods i got a gun i know they're out near the water she'd be like you know they can live in the water mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that little girl up right well she'd be like you know it's fish diamonds i can put you out there and let them eat you too little girl i don't trust rachel she'd probably shoot carol um oh, oh she'd have had to shoot girl because carol would put them hands on that little girl but uh at any rate tara was just telling bad lies she said she was on the wrong kind of boat it's like they, like they, she's, she's like me and my partner we were, we were fishers we 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 used to work on this boat and they were like what kind of boat is it was it uh was it a trawler a sienna or a larder and she was like oh the, the last one probably that, that one yeah, it's like if you're gonna lie at least let the lie be something that you know some shit about like right. you know nothing about fishing they're at the water odds are they know about the sea right they they really could have said anything you know um and so she was just like obviously lying and she said i fell off a bridge like that part was true she was like i watched i fought the current but then i washed up at the inlet no the uh the bay uh <laughs> she about sound like me was it estuary yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like i don't know geography uh, but i do know how to, to, to be in the water with the fish and but stuff. i'm supposed to believe you a fisher Mm-mm, right get the hell out of here Mm-mm-mm uh so yeah um she was not a fisher at all guys mm-hmm. as you can imagine she about like sound like me talking about fish no ma'am right the only fisher she knows is Derek fisher <laughs> <laughs> and that's a dangerous fish if you got a wife mm, why, why why do people do that against that man <laughs> that man saw a woman that he liked so much that he said i will raise your two kids and get beat up by your ex-husband and that's they still together it's time for y'all to respect that man's love of gloria govan okay guys i'm tired of the slander he didn't do anything to deserve this except love that woman that's a, isn't that what we all want somebody that can see past your flaws and not be superficial and love you for who you really are and catch a catch an ass whooping for matt barnes come on don't we all now that is i mean now she is one fine ass woman okay but she also is on love and hip-hop which means you know your business is gonna be in the streets and he still want to be with her everybody let's it's, let's let it go guys okay it's time to let it go in 2017 guys it's almost 2017 let's we're gonna stop the Derek fisher slander okay uh you only got one more month of the slander karen all right you just gotta go <laughs> so um try and stop me so <laughs> Um, so th- <laughs> all right. this is trump's america you can't stop me from doing shit so then they invite uh they invite tar to dinner um they they unhandcuff her and walk her to uh to a house where i know a little it was in the middle of the night i thought um hope they're not bringing her here to kill her yeah i thought you about to take that l honey oh you know what i about this because it was all women i was like i don't know are they about to hem you up honey and just just fuck you up really good what 
why why would all women do that as opposed i'd be more scared if it was all men that they were gonna do something fucked up well we is in the z-pock and you know ain't no men in in the town and people like to, maybe that's where my mind went i was like oh she gonna do fuck you up honey what show are you watching <laughs> <laughs> they would not put that on tv because they know how everybody would react this is crazy <laughs> some crazy ass like now we gonna have a lesbian orgy on you that's not how the society would work they wouldn't even be able to they wouldn't even be able to deal with the think pieces that would happen monday the show would be shut down this is why i'm not writing or directing the show yeah i guess not that would be a horrible writer's meeting yeah so they obviously they're obviously going lesbian raper right no 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 why would they do that what, what about someone this show up, does that someone looks up someone looks up from their notepads like what's the female version of a train right <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna tunnel her guys is, is it is it a bus i i don't know what do you call it do you call what? it a tank i'm it's, not sure what what the word is here. it's obviously a tunnel but <laughs> it's obviously a tunnel a cave i don't know no i said it right they're gonna run the tunnel on her oh okay <laughs> if, if men run a train and women would run a tunnel it only only makes anatomical sense um <laughs> at any rate they were not gonna lesbian sexually assault her guys <laughs> that was not ever on the menu um i just thought they might like <laughs> kill her the way they killed uh joe pesci and um was it was it goodfellas or it was the, where, yeah when it's just like i thought she was just gonna walk in the room and just gonna be like pow like <laughs> you talk we knew he wasn't no fucking fisherman you know what I mean? But instead. <laughs> you know, oh, she walked in there and they had some fish laid out. They was like, pick pick a fish. They had a name, some kind of fucking tropical fish to see if she knew what kind of fish to choose from. Mm, like another test. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But like, which one is this trout? Right. <laughs> right. Um, well, I mean, it was obvious she was lying. I mean, at that point, it really would have just been excessive for them to keep fucking with her about fishing. <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> they were just been like all right now tie a knot for a fishing rod like do that go ahead show me how to put a lure on this it's like uh i don't know just like kind of throw it on there <laughs> oh the test i would have felt that i give her some live bait mm-hmm. and i like, hook this uh <laughs> anyway i don't know how we got on that tangent <laughs> it was dinner y'all they invited her to dinner and uh <laughs> they brought up the fact that she had uh gotten some uh fish from cindy earlier uh her and cindy formerly met they were formally introduced to each other even though she had plates asleep while cindy gave her supplies earlier mm-hmm. um and um they basically said um you like they basically said like look we got some fish too so you won't have to eat the salted mackerel or whatever the fuck they gave her the first time that she didn't like um which uh you know makes sense salted salted fish doesn't sound good especially not cooked yeah it's terrible yeah i mean no heat to it i mean of course i mean okay we gotta do without the salt and pepper and the seasoning i can do it in the border i can deal with that but you at least got to give me fire Mm mm-hmm uh so at any rate they had fish stew um and i'm not gonna lie not mature enough to listen to them talk to an all women colony of talk to um tara about eating fish without giggling i just kept doing it i was like y'all got y'all got y'all got fish tacos y'all got 
what other kind of fish is it just like all fi- all the fish you can eat no shit like that i'm like peak twitter during that scene <laughs> yeah that was just so bad um <laughs> we can't we need our we need people around us to lift us up and we can't be strong mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody everybody was thinking it i was just this is one of those days you're glad justin's not around you drag me down with him but uh at any rate they were like look man you can stay with you can stay with us okay um obviously um you know where we're at you said your story was it's just you and another guy we'll go out We'll help find your partner and y'all could just stay here with us um and she was like what he he could stay here with y'all and it was like yeah why wouldn't he be able to and she was like uh i hate to be the one to point this out but where are all the men which is what i had been asking since we rolled around i was like you just got women and children there's something wrong here i mean the assumption i was making was that this is the logical extension of men are trash and just that's true in this epoch women would just be like oh you know what things run a lot smoother when they're not around that's what i was thinking right it was some like mad max feels when like we finally found the one community that like was doing it right for themselves the all ladies right but if we take you you was about to get death by snoo snoo i think right (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's one of my favorite episodes of uh futurama (laughs) um yo and the thing is also um that's why you can have a community of people that take you out in the middle of the night in handcuffs and not have to worry about getting a tunnel run on you is because women yeah. women would never do some savage shit like that like men would so you say you so you say mm-hmm. mm. yeah okay y'all show me the women mm. you know what i'm just not gonna do this with you karen I, mm, you just don't know the deep dark holes this women can go down <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You said deep dark hole. That's probably <laughs> what. Holes. I meant to add S. My bad. Okay. Well, that, that cleans it up. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> mm. That's why I'm here, folks. I've been here all night. Mm. He's gone off the rails. <laughs> anyway, so. Um they basically explained that all the men got killed uh by a group of people um and that they came in contact with and they left their old home and they found oceanside and they stayed there now in isolation um and then um they were like we also know you lying because um a larder isn't even a fucking boat it's a place that you store meat and Tara was like, okay, well, let me tell y'all the truth. I come from a community. I got a girlfriend I got to come back to. Um, you know, we just killed, took care of a group that was in a satellite station. Um, we killed them because that's what we got to do. And Bre- Beatrice and Natanya looked at each other with a, like a knowing glance kind of during this period when mm-hmm. Tara's telling the story. Okay. Um, and then tara suggested they could possibly work together as communities like y'all could take i can go back to my old community we'll be stronger together um and kathy was like we just told you that we don't want anybody to know about this place and tara was like you can't stay like that forever and natonia was like i beg to differ 
and <laughs> and tara was like look man just like come like just let me go back then and um i won't say anything you know don't worry about it and Tonya's like no we'll send a scout with you to take you back uh we'll find your partner and we'll take you guys back and if they if it's good and it's what you say it is then we'll work our communities can work together and um if it's not obviously it'll go bad if you learn um and they were like uh um i think beatrice volunteered to go and then um and she kind of did it so begrudgingly like it was kind of like i'll go and then right because she knew she was gonna have to go there was no option they were like we not gonna send uh the other chick with the uh cindy volunteered to go and uh natanya shut that shit down because she was like cindy you left the day without a route you didn't tell anybody you was leaving um you've done this before in the past um you're basically grounded do y'all think cindy was trying to hit that yo for real because like when um tara said she had a girlfriend it was kind of like i was looking at cindy face hella hard like so are you about to like have a little sadness like mm, i was gonna i had designs on this but i couldn't tell to be honest man i honestly couldn't tell i was looking for every sign though um i was wondering like from the moment that she came up on shore and she was like whoa no we can't shoot her yeah she's bae yeah but you know it's like a i mean listen first of all tara does have some tigo bitties but (laughs) i don't know how you would know from looking at her like "Mm mm-hmm might be the one you know what i mean like (laughs) that seems like a hell of a risk to take uh you know on on just a random person watching up on shore um so i don't know man um i don't know to be honest with you but yeah i was i thought it several times too nicole i was like maybe it's a more than a friendship thing um at any rate they um they tell uh they tell cindy she can't come um because if they do have to kill Tara for over this shit um they don't they know she'll just get in the way of the gun again you know it's like we don't need you fucking shit up um (laughs) um so Tara then heads out in the morning with Kathy and Beatrice as her scouts I guess to go find Heath and then go back to the to Alexandria um and she gives um another funny moment well two funny moments one uh when they end this conversation at dinner before they go to commercial she goes are you sure that a lottery is in the ship and (laughs) natonia's like no it's not uh and they just cut the commercial and then in the morning before they head out uh tara tries to dap natonia with like a fist pound and (laughs) natonia takes her hand and puts it on top of it almost like when you hold someone's hand and she's like have a safe travel or whatever and uh and, and tara's like we, we'll work on that <laughs> yeah, yeah she didn't get it she she was too old for that Mm-mm. uh so they head out uh she asked where cindy is and like she's sitting in her room soaking and um like oh you know and um they walk by the little part of town where everybody was working and it looks like rachel's there working on something and she spits on the ground right in front of tara to be like bitch i don't like you it's a bad kid yeah and then tara, tara flipped her off which yeah, is which is which is cool fuck that little girl. yeah rachel is a hard she's a she's 
she's a hard hard pay uh, uh a tough piece of work guys okay yeah and <laughs> like i said before she's been raised and probably since she was young probably not but zombies around so as far as she concerned this was just the way of life and yeah but why she was hating on tara so much because she was like hating because she couldn't kill you it's like nigga, i'm right. not cool with that of course flip you off like what the fuck i'm supposed to be cool with that anyway um so they walk out and um towards the uh towards the woods or whatever to go back to the bridge because they're taking her to the bridge first to look for heath mm-hmm. um um wink. oh what'd you say i'm sorry nicole oh, was wink oh yeah wink mm-hmm. wink obviously uh they get about halfway to the bridge and they see a zombie they squat behind a tree uh and kathy uh is behind tara and she pulled and tara looks back and sees kathy's pulled out her knife and tara's like i got it <laughs> which is also <laughs> a funny moment um and she goes to like kill the zombie uh because i think and the thing is for me i even when they were at dinner i think i even tweeted as soon as they had the idea of sending the scout and all this shit i was like y'all really hope they're not just gonna take her into the woods and kill her because that would be the safest thing for this group and they're smart and they would be smart enough to not just come out and be like we're gonna take you to the woods and kill you like the smartest thing is to be like oh yeah yeah, yeah we'll go along with your shit and then just take you about you know out of earshot of the camp and just shoot the fuck out of you and be like oh well right because the thing is they might have truly tried to find her and, and heath and they just kill them both right yeah i was thinking that too like let's wait till we find heath and then kill them two women like armed with guns and shit they said they were gonna send one scout at first like anyway tara must have got the vibe too because she took off running i don't blame her yeah like she just her shot again oh yeah they missed they shot at her they shot the zombie but they missed the fuck out of her and tara just went on like this booby bouncing chase scene in the woods like i'm half convinced that all the chasing stuff was just whoever directed this being like let's we got to get them titties shaking come on um so they end up fight uh tar ends up fighting beatrice in the woods it was actually a really good fight mm-hmm. um but tar basically lost the fight because beatrice got to her gun and tar got to a knife which you never bring a knife to a gun fight um and tar starts begging for her life she's like please like don't do this you don't gotta do this and which is funny right because i felt like the theme of this whole episode was the whole like the preemptive strike right like they ran into she was just justifying this preemptive strike to protect yourself to heath these women weren't quote-unquote wrong this is just a preemptive strike as far as they're concerned you're a loose thread we let you go anything can happen that leads back to here there's only one way to be sure that this that you showing up here doesn't lead to us being discovered and that's to kill you and um so she essentially was like look don't kill me and shit and beatrice even though she had to drop on her um was like look man you don't have anything left to go back to anyway your people are dead the saviors and now tara's putting it together oh the saviors are the group that must have killed all the men in this group yeah because she told her yeah yeah i'm saying during okay. this speech but oh, i was, but okay. on her face when she said okay, the she saviors it it's like oh you it's not just the, it's you know the group you right. know said the saviors 
she's like the saviors that satellite post you took out you have no idea what you started and tara's like we didn't start anything we ended it they're dead and she's like you didn't stop them you can't stop them that's just an outpost there are more right. more saviors more outposts if they know about your friends it's already too late for them which uh you could kind of also see tara was worried then like fuck i gotta get back make sure everybody's okay um and yeah, because she didn't realize how big it was and you know over the past few weeks they've been showing us the consequences the repercussions of what's happening but she's been gone for two weeks mm-hmm. in, in, in their timeline and as an audience this is still more information for us because the extent to which because to for us i think as an audience it was like oh they'll kill a couple people and then make sure everybody's in line and then they'll whatever that's what we thought the consequences were of bucking up mm-hmm. they killed every man every man over the age of 10 every male over the age of 10 they killed mm-hmm. yo like that's not these motherfuckers don't play you know and i guess to some people it's probably like well we don't need to know that they don't play but to me this is like a new level yeah that and it's also because negan is about um stripping your dignity mm-hmm. stripping your pride um breaking your spirit like that like that's that's his whole thing about control he'll whatever your line is he'll go above that line because he knows you care about something so whatever you care about i'm gonna get you to the point that you'll respond because you care about this thing and you're willing to sacrifice and just give up your rights and freedoms and everything because of this thing yeah so um yeah they have obviously caught the the shit's end of the stick against negan's crew at some yeah, point because they fought back and he was like oh y'all motherfuckers fighting back mm-hmm. he was like because the thing is with the males he was like if y'all fight back i don't want none of these males around because then i have to deal with y'all bucking up and i already had to fight y'all so i know that Oz Oz are of you quote-unquote kneeling and assimilating are low well he also said he doesn't like to kill women yeah he did so um you know it 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 just occurred to me they were scavenging i wonder if they were scavenging i know i said it was because they keep losing all their ammunition but i wonder if they were trying to get stuff for the saviors that they had like requested more stuff for them and that Mm. they're in the same camp as that they're like trying to get stuff to give them so that they don't kill the rest of them well according to um to uh beatrice what happened was um the saviors don't even know where they're at because mm-hmm. they just left in the middle of the night oh, right. which is the idea that i had about alexandria at one point when i was like well why why wouldn't everyone just be like let's just pack our shit and fucking go like what like what are we defending like we can just go where they aren't yet and we'll be fine as opposed to dealing with the hell of every week you show up and take half of our shit um let's just be somewhere else when they show up um do you think they'd be afraid of getting caught though like you know i mean the the group yeah yeah obviously the repercussions of getting caught are gonna be pretty tremendous but at the same time i mean once you see your best friend get a bat to the fucking head i can see you being like yeah y'all gonna have to catch me you know what i mean yeah and and it's gonna be like you're gonna have to go so because it's not like the group is big like huge and the reach is wide so you're gonna have to go a far away and you hope that you have a good enough head start that they you're so far ahead that it would take them a while to find you if they find you 
but it would also have to be something where you could you had to constantly be on the move you couldn't stay settled in one area yeah mm-hmm. well at any rate that's what Beatrice tells her is like we escaped basically in the middle of the night mm-hmm. we out here and, the water. Hmm? I said yeah they have like look we out here at the water we know they ain't got no boats they ain't going fishing yet you know I mean that's the <laughs> thing you, yet? You, you might always be running if you're going against the saviors but um they basically were like look we have to we we just we just left you know um and wherever they're at gotta remember it was a two weeks journey and plus they said they went further than they ever thought they'd go so these women are pretty far away from the saviors um you know to escape them or whatever um so um before beatrice can pull the trigger cindy comes out of nowhere and tackles her and she's like, right just i mean like damn cindy was pressed um and you know what i thought at this moment when she as soon as she tackled beatrice cindy is there morgan yeah oh. right yeah like because she, she's really big on it ain't got to be this way it's only it's because it's only because as an audience is keeping one of our favorite characters tara alive that is not annoying right. but yo that shit would be super annoying if it falls in their crew like what makes your belief system so much better than the shit that we decided where we will kill anybody to stay safe and you're just like it's gotta be another way i decided i just thought about it i a fucking cheesemaker taught me how to use a bow staff like and the ninja turtles yeah but i guess it was cool because you know we don't know they group so fuck them and we want tara to live but that shit had to be super annoying mm-hmm. and she's somebody's granddaughter so they can't like just take out in the woods and accidentally <laughs> mistakenly do something to her I'm pretty sure they want to several times um so we end up with um cindy tackling her uh tackling beatrice tara runs off uh cindy catches up to her while wearing a fucking backpack of materials and shit with a spear and she basically says um look don't tell nobody about oceanside and tara kind of yada 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 is that shit at first and she's like uh cindy's like nah you gotta swear dog I'm serious yeah this is some real shit and then tara finally like swears that she won't tell anybody and she's like why would i tell anybody about this place this shit was horrible like motherfuckers tried to kill me uh <laughs> i had to eat salted fish like this is this is not like a destination i'm coming back to and she was like for any reason she was like why did y'all kill the people at the satellite why do we kill people when we just see them in the woods like because we believe that you know any of these loose ends could come back to haunt you so you gotta promise if i'm gonna let you go that you don't do this you know which is an empty threat because cindy had a gun but she wasn't gonna kill tara right but you know she had saved her life already 20 times but you know at any rate she did promise and then she was like i'm gonna walk you back to the bridge make sure you get across safely and then you know we'll be cool or whatever um and she cindy was like um given this philosophy once again about the preemptive killing shit where she was like look nobody's evil they just forget who they are and tara was like some people are evil cindy i've seen it that's why i gotta get back now and i'm like cindy you seen it if they killed all the men in your camp you know some people that's just fucking evil man but i guess she just eternally morganed out you know um cindy made tara swear shit then she gave tara a spear some water some food took it to the bridge basically helped tara get across the bridge um 
Before, but when you said that, I heard Timbaland say, "Take it to the bridge." Take it to the bridge. Uh. <laughs> Go ahead, be done with it. Um. <laughs> so yeah, they were getting a sexy on, um, and <laughs> running across the top of cars on this bridge. Uh, they had a little conversation about like Tara was like, "Why are you not like the rest of them after everything that's happened?" And Cindy was like, "Why aren't you?" And I was like, "Oh, that's super deep." And then, <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> while they were trying to walk and use the cars to cover, like they got by, one walker was still in a was in a car and tried to bite Cindy and made a lot of noise. So now they had to like you know fight their way out and they shot up the fucking bridge. And Cindy did turn out to be an excellent shot because um, at dinner, Tara had asked if she had had to kill anybody because Rachel hadn't yet. And Cindy was trying to keep her from having to learn that lesson of killing these people. people right. Real people. Right. And she was like, I'm a, I'm a good shot. I'm a really good shot. And, uh, Natanya was like, yes, she is. And, uh, <laughs> that's probably why they don't kill her. Cause you know, cause she was like, you yeah, cause none of the, the rest of them can't shoot. The rest of them are terrible. And she was a good shot. Once again, closest zombie kills in the fucking world, man. Like, like the zombie's gonna make out with Tara's face and then it'll be like bullet in the head but <laughs> like and then so uh tar basically gets to the um other side of the bridge with the help of um cindy you know looking out for her. she looks back and cindy is being taken away yeah because she had run out of bullets yeah she was being taken away by beatrice and, and kathy back to the camp mm-hmm. and i you know it was cool because if she would have got stuck halfway she could have just jumped off the bridge and started over at the first level so you knew you knew she had that you know if shit really went bad go back to level one right um but yeah so she made it across and she saw a walker because she was looking for Heath, and a walker had braids and because uh she thinks we all look alike she thought that was Heath, but it turned out to be a black woman which i knew immediately because her braids looked good yeah her braids were done right (laughs) yeah i was like that ain't Heath. Mm-hmm. Uh, were, i feel like they were done they were done differently mm-hmm. like you could definitely like tell a difference they were like micro braids and his shit was like fucking you know big and thick like horrible cornrow braids uh that were never really quite <laughs> yeah. they didn't quite corn or row no and she had just <laughs> uh got her hair done at the zombie shop because her was moisturized right um <laughs> so she she it's like just because i'm a zombie don't mean i'm off of this coconut oil though it don't mean i ain't got to look good with my killing right uh so yeah wow. also another convenient zombie thing yeah them zombies that tara like moved to get over there to see if it was he she like shoulder checked one pushed one down stabbed one in the stomach i was like none of this would work and, and if this is another episode with some other director they'd be like no you didn't stab him in the head now you got bitten leg or whatever but ah! it worked for her uh, these are those uh soft margaritaville zombies you know what i'm saying like yeah. they, they're up on the beach all day <laughs> drinking margaritas you know they just hanging out um like whatever yeah uh so so then um uh she she sees that uh it's not heath and she goes back towards where the rv is it's gone and she talks out loud to herself like oh i hope you're out there i hope this is you and then she finds a card on the ground that says ppp on it um and she hoped that that was heath what do y'all think ppp means karen i have no idea 
All right. Dago, what could it mean? Uh, Planned Parenthood person. Mm. <laughs> Meet me at Pennsylvania Planned Parenthood. That's where I'm going to be. Uh, what did you, what do you think it might have meant? Uh, if you have any any guesses, uh, Nicole, I have, I have no idea. Mm. All right, yeah. I think it might have been like uh, Paul Pierce points per game. It could have been that. Well, do the, the saviors do the saviors use key cards? I feel like they do, right? I don't know. I know they use. I don't know. I don't think it was key card. I don't think it was a key card system. But at the same time, they do use those letters on people, like on your jersey and shit maybe another set maybe it was another camp or something his glasses were broken it looked like Mm -hmm. so he's just somewhere unable to see well um that's my nightmare that i can't see right this lens restriction is real y'all can't be out here (laughs) driving around running right in the zombies arms and shit yeah, I'd be dead immediately. I would just like walk right into one, not even realize it. So then we get a montage where Tara finds a sunglass shop and gets some shade. She finds a cool lady doctor bobblehead to give to Denise. She discovers that there's a seashell seashell bracelet in the bag that she has uh, packed from um from uh that fine ass Cindy. Uh, and then she makes it all <laughs> she makes it all the way back to uh, listen. Cindy's skin was flawless, by the way. She was beautiful. What is your routine? I, I got called a, I got called a creep because she's like twenty, and uh, I thought that she was like fifteen. Mm. Like I thought her character was supposed to be real young. The look on my face, she was like, you know, she's like fifteen. I was like, uh, for real? <laughs> I didn't think so. I thought she was uh playing uh older as well. I thought she was like, I thought she was a grown woman, and that and Rachel was the supposed to be the like teen that was a problem, you know. Uh, like I yeah, didn't think that, I didn't think her and Rachel were peers. Yeah, I thought that she was like the slightly older peer of Rachel's at first. Mm, so okay. it might be She okay. do well, you know what? Black don't crack though. She do got that that's real good skin, man. Make you think people younger than they are. True. And uh that little badass girl, I only think that little girl ten. Yeah, okay. Uh let me start the next session before we get cut off. Guys, I'll invite you right back on screen. Give me one second. Uh, okay and we should be right back momentarily guys um give me one second if an officer stops you always be polite and never ever run away promise mama you'll keep your hands inside is it a gun is it a knife is it a wallet this is your life it ain't no secret it ain't no secret no secret my friend you can get killed just for living in your american skin sorry we let you down hillary um so <laughs> so i really thought mary j put it in a bag man i thought i said look this is it nope that's wisconsin right there yep nope apparently not 
um so uh anyway they had this montage of her walking home who knows how long this took and she shows up and eugene sees her uh walking up and he obviously gives her the bad news that denise is dead yeah his face looks so sad he was like yeah you're alive but oh yeah and then she goes into the doctor's office to mourn denise um and she's holding the doctor bobblehead and rosita basically shows up and like sorry about your loss you looking for some revenge though and uh yeah because she's like looking looking for revenge and tar was like um i don't know and like there's there's and rosita's like there's something you could do it's gotta be something you saw weapons anything and tar says looking down at the bracelet of seashells nope i didn't see anything like that out there and that's the end of the episode Mm. yep what are y'all looking forward to next week karen Mm. i look like we're gonna get back to the savior so this is gonna be really interesting Mm. uh we're gonna get some more daryl slave daryl yeah (laughs) i wonder what they're gonna make him change his name to i want to see the uh what'd you say dago uh, 12 years of daryl 12 years of daryl yeah <laughs> solomon northrop um you know um I'm, i i want to see what's gonna happen with rick and aaron because they went on that scavenging mission and i wonder if we're gonna see even another community because yo like uh i don't know if it's just me but comic book wise the savior group on uh, in this shit is way scarier than the comic book like they're so fucking big it's like they're they're huge i don't know how you beat them it's gonna take all season to beat these motherfuckers there it's this group is crazy it's so fucking big man there's so many communities that they've just fucked up where you're like yo how big are they you know the fact that other communities are like no that's just a satellite dog they they gonna kill you like that's pretty badass (laughs) um dago what are you looking forward to next week uh the adventures of jesus and uh sea murder oh yo sea um, murder jr <laughs> uh, I, I feel like it's gonna be like uh, uh mr peabody and uh what's what is it sherman, sherman. <laughs> yeah yeah i do there's out there trying to get in trouble i do want to see fatty carl uh in action man because i i actually want to see scenes with fatty carl versus negan because carl oh, has yeah. enough attitude and lip to talk shit to Negan and Negan's just he's he's just um amused enough by insubordinates that I could see him being like look at this motherfucker the ball's on you you know <laughs> right oh be downfall. arrogance yeah he did call him Ooh. a serial killer yeah he, yeah he's like a little serial killer yeah he knows craziness when he sees it like like and he sees that fire in Carl that he does not see in Rick yeah so i I don't know i'm into that uh nicole anything you looking forward to next week i don't think i'm gonna get it but i want to see the tiger again Mm. you know we are getting to that point where unless they introduce a new community next week we're getting to that point where now that they've introduced everything we're gonna be able to skip around and do like well here's one important scene that happened in the kingdom here's an important scene that happened here you know like i hope we get to that point soon because they've kind of laid the groundwork for you know this war essentially that it's gonna take to beat the savior so are we still in the green room 
oh did i not hit go live i don't know did you, did you let not? me check oh no i didn't we okay. just been hanging out okay because somebody was like uh what happened uh they stopped back at nine i was like wait a minute we might not be live oh no nah, we we've been talking y'all in the chat room and it's been a y'all missed some we really good a, jokes um we had an intervention sorry. we had an intervention yeah so we can't we, even we go back the, it was the most emotional episode who was in the green room it'll be on the podcast though the last like three minutes y'all missed sorry about that <laughs> um but uh essentially we just talked about the end of the episode and what we're looking forward to um and then we got to read y'all's feedback okay guys but um um yeah so uh but yeah I, I was just saying uh like uh when nicole said that she'd like to see the tiger uh hopefully soon we're gonna be at the jumping around point because we've got every community so far and they introduced a new community we didn't even know about which uh it'll be interesting to see how they involve those ladies if that you know if that comes back up which i'm assuming it will because mm-hmm. i mean that was a big ass cache of weapons yeah and yeah my like i say all of this is just my because i i'm not all completely caught up in the comments i have I, ha- I am reading the comics but this is my hypothesis i think that um rick and aaron are going to run across the kingdom possibly oh yeah that would be cool like like i, I think them out sap you know trying to find stuff like they mm-hmm. going because we know now that rick and morgan ran across a member on the horse before he was like i'm looking for my horse and rick didn't believe him yeah so we already know that yeah, Rick tried to shoot that dude. right we already know that you know their group is fairly big you know not as big as the saviors but fairly big so i think um that and also i think and this is just my hypothesis i think that um whatchamacallit is going to uh build bullets and guns um but we already know that mm-hmm. Aaron. We already know that Eugene can build, build, make bullets. Cause, um, what's the name? Asked him to. Um, Rosita asked him at the last at the last episode. Remember? Right. Yeah, well, remember because he was talking to Abraham about an act. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, we know he can make bullets. Yeah, oh, okay. he just got to get the machinery and shit to mass produce them. But he can make them. He's he uh he remember when he was gonna die. He even told Abraham like, "Here's my bullet recipe." Basically, like. Okay. yeah so we know he can do it um they got the elements there to fight a war but it's just it's like i think together. i think this went from a lot of people who which is funny a lot of people kind of complained about like what terminus was a letdown and um you know like some of the wolves they're let down because they kind of like come together and beat these people in a couple episodes and now we're having our first long drawn out like i don't know how the fuck y'all supposed to beat these people because y'all don't even all really know all the pieces on the chessboard yet and i've already seen people kind of be like well why there's so this is too much this is this is gonna be a war i'm like it sounds like it yeah man y'all wanted a better class of bad guy and yeah it's gonna take a better bigger effort to beat him it seems yeah um it's crazy how people how many people forgot about the governor like yeah the thing yeah and the thing with the governor was uh they went and did his backstory like they almost like fought him twice mm-hmm. um yeah but up until this point i think we've had bad guys that were more um barked and bite you know where it's like oh you get scared because you're just like oh this motherfucker's crazy and then you know they show up he's like oh he's got a tank 
and then it's like i don't know how to use a tank dog and, and, and next thing you know you like you can kill them and shit because it's just like oh people present a bad face when they're not that the saviors are the first group and this is beyond the comics because like i said in the comics they kind of worry like oh this group looks bigger than they really are right and this is the first group where i'm like uh yeah man y'all probably should just be slaves like what's the point <laughs> yeah oh lord and also to me too i think that uh because they defeated these other adversaries so easily that's why they were so overconfident and that that and yeah, me, yeah. It, it made sense the humbling was coming right. I, I thought it was great writing because the humbling it was just everything was going swimmingly and then it was just like mm, actually we're uh we're a lot better of asses than you thought all right emails uh day walking and floating says uh turk who writes in hi guys the way they have set up this conflict with negan is brilliant i don't care that it's taking 10 episodes over two seasons because it is damn fine storytelling Mm -hmm. rod is right when he says there will be a culling because negan's been whooping everybody's ass negan killed all those library people and the men of oceanside yeah i forgot about the library people the people that they hung morgan found their bodies and shit right rick oh yo what if the people from the bridge are the men from um this group may have been because yeah it, it was all men there were no women yeah mm-hmm. may have been um rick zeke and gregory are justified in bowing down at this point uh alliances are complicated you have to convince people to fight who may be unwilling or unable and hope these people don't betray you due to their own fear or greed i'm impressed with the variety of groups we have encountered because it shows us our protagonist way isn't the only way to thrive with diversity there's always issues with respecting the needs and desires of people who don't share your way of thinking tara is right to keep her mouth shut because exposing oceanside would be for selfish reasons since they made it clear they don't want this fight also i think negan's people trailed rick's people from the place where they held they held maggie and carol so oceanside is correct in fearing that rick's group will expose the hideout um yeah i can definitely understand that also um the reason i i thought tara really didn't tell rosita is because it sounded like they'll go up there and take them guns like right not, we're not like going- she cared like when she looked at the bracelet it was more like well this this person specifically cindy did so much for me i don't want to tell rosita who's in clearly in savage mode uh, that uh about these guns because she's just gonna go up there and be like bitch i'm giving these give me these guns you know like nah uh i can't wait to see more of cindy i think she may show up as alexandra based on a few clues uh when cindy was in bed she was examining a map and traced a route from baltimore to alexandria uh tara has uh roman numerals on her wrist which uh look like pen ink as opposed to an old tattoo cindy looked at a clock with roman numerals and made a look that seemed like she was piecing together that the numbers on tara's wrist were map coordinates oh yeah i didn't even catch all that maybe that's what they were longitude and latitude maybe uh somebody in the chat asked maybe it was like a like a timeline of like how long she they'd been gone or something Mm, yeah someone has said like it could be killing like how many zombies she killed it's like a lot of shit i don't know we'll see man i don't think it's zombies yeah also i can't wait for carol to to meet natanya uh yeah (laughs) she seems like she went through all that shit carol did but was more successful in training her children to be hard peace turk uh maybe i don't know natanya does seem like a real piece of work which 
the thing i'll never forget is that she dapped uh tara up knowing that she was about to send out that it get killed right so that's that is some carol level evil um uh eve says hi rod karen doggo and nicole hey I heard a lot of people complaining about this episode because it was just about terror or that it was filler. I disagree because I think this episode was absolutely necessary to establish just how reprehensible these saviors are and that most of them are beyond redemption. We already knew these motherfuckers were the scum of the earth, but what they did to Oceanside crew, killing all the men 10 and over, that basically tells us that they must all die. I mean, I think we was already Mm -hmm. there, but uh, that is is another level of evil, though. Uh, I have a theory about the Oceanside people. They may have fought back, but what would make Negan kill all those people who would have been better alive to work for him? Is it possible that Negan's people throughout thought that Oceanside crew took out the satellite station? Hmm. Maybe, but then they knew Rick and them took out the satellite station. They didn't kill all them men. Right. Uh, but I guess if you had already been under our thumb and then you did it, I guess that would be worse. Right. And also the thing is, Rick and them, didn't fight back like completely different like they they caught this group this group rebelled and fought back right that's what i just said okay yeah we saying the same thing oh my bad uh tara's future boo knew about that station so it's quite possible they got punished for what Vic rick's crew did uh or maybe negan thought they took out timmy and the terror brigade <laughs> just a thought Aww. yeah i'll say this man um just i know i was just randomly spitballing it but if it turns out that they're the people from the bridge or the library, that would make a whole lot of sense. It would. You know, and just the women were like, uh, we gotta go. Uh, a few observations. I hope we see more of the Oceanside crew because I really like seeing the settlement of badass women thriving in the Z-Pop. Yeah, hopefully we get some target training though. Um, yeah. Cause we gonna need. I was thinking like they can't really, they can't really do tiger practice because then they would make a bunch of noise and draw attention to themselves. So they really can't even get better, I don't think. They gotta go walk somewhere and do some target practice. This, this is unacceptable. Yeah, the you talking about Rosita, Rosita will show them how to shoot them damn guns. Yeah, she'll train them. Uh, I'm, I'm shipping Carl and Rachel now because that little girl is hardcore. Enid is not about that life. Carl and Rachel can be serial killers together. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel that's like. His, that's his trap. That's his trap queen. He can't. Yeah, come on now. I want I want Fetty Carl to show back up at the going to the Saviors and be like I I want you to be mine again, baby. <laughs> I know my lifestyle is driving you crazy. Um, the person who did the sister Walker's braids needs to be the head hairstylist for this show because they clearly gave up on Heath by throwing a headband on his head. Mm-hmm. That's because she did. That's because she did a raise herself. Come on, guys. Come on. You know she went to the shop herself. Like, come on, I think I'm gonna let y'all white people do my hair. I seen what y'all did to Heath. Mm, not even after I die. Nope. Speaking of Heath, did he pull a fuck this shit? I'm out. I hope he's still alive. Ah! Another good episode. I feel like things will turn around for our crew soon. Eve. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like this might take a whole season to get this shit figured out, man. Like something, I could see them ending the fall like segment you know how we have two more episodes to the fall finale mm-hmm. i can see them either ending it with like rick finally being like we're gonna fight back mm-hmm. or i can see them ending it with like something completely fucked up happening to somebody and we're like and that's why you can't beat the saviors you know what i mean like that's how like up in the air the season feels to me you know um i, I really i really feel 
they're not going to get the coalition together or anything until if they do uh, until the end of the season. Like I, I, yeah. I think yeah. it's going to take the whole. Like it could take too. two seasons. That would be mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a lot longer than you think so. Think I do. See, I just don't. Here's my thing. I don't think you can keep Jeffrey Dean Morgan on the show for two years. So I think, you know, like even, I know, uh, not to take us out of fantasy world, but like even last week with Hilltop and them sending his right hand man, that should have been Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You know what I mean? Like, I just think as an actor, he's like, I'm not doing all this shit. Like y'all got one season to figure this out. And if y'all really, really need me after that, I'll do like a cameo or something once in a while. But you know, I'm, I'm above this. Uh, <laughs> that's my guess i don't know maybe i'm wrong you know maybe he's not maybe he doesn't have a big head like that but you know i know movie guys don't like doing uh too much tv a lot of times if they can get that movie work and he wants to do like a justice league dark spinoff and shit with dc like he got some big dreams anyway mm-hmm. emil writes in hi rod karen dago i feel like i'm writing a slur and nicole okay <laughs> um he put that in his name is a slur uh i feel it for tara uh she got uh she got back to alexandra only to find out her love is gone without so much as a best buy polo left in the closet the the episode leading up to that moment was epic though who would have thought that the scope of the saviors was so vast that one could encounter random motherfuckers on the coast that had run-ins with run-ins with them it makes me wonder how alexandria escaped scrutiny for so long and if there had even been ever been encounters between the saviors and the wolves two things are for certain tara is a humble a horrible liar and little psycho would be an excellent mentee for carl <laughs> everybody want to ship rachel and carl man Mm-mm. Call too mature for that little girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's already a savage. She doesn't need any Yeah. Training. She would just hold him back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that seems to be a running theme around the episode around about people losing their humanity and doing awful shit just to survive. He seemed to have a lot of trouble coming with, to grip with what they did. I appreciate the writers for not minimizing the fucked up nature of killing sleeping people and the kind of psychological toll it can take. It must, bruh, I can't, you know, I just thought of when he said that how do you go to sleep ever again right oh god that will fuck with me so bad um it must be especially hard if they consider the evil thing they did didn't help in the long run thanks for the recaps yeah he's gonna really be fucked up if he get back and find out they killed them people and that shit just got worse um but yeah you know i do like that Heath has humanity and that all the people in alexandria kind of have the they're going through the same stages our crew already went through you know mm-hmm. take a while to get this savage man they had to eat dog before they got complete savage y'all oh yeah they yeah. did they, they had did. to eat dog then it was like if we kill anybody that comes across us I'm like damn <laughs> i guess if you eat a dog you just ain't no going back Mm-mm. people forget them days yeah that's why i only eat raw vegan food okay because you guys you guys are slaves and are making animals your your slaves Mm -hmm. and you gotta stop quit lying i heard Mm -hmm. it's the chicken holocaust and y'all out here being the germans Mm -hmm. but not me i I saw you uh i saw you put pita in your yeah i'm I'm super woke now i'm so woke i don't even fuck with pita because they still own pets and I, i would never own a pet because that's just slavery so don't write the show anymore guys 
uh feedback uh-huh. for the walking dead seven episode six swear uh lanny says uh hey rod karen and guest let's first say that i love the blackout tip podcast i was first introduced to you guys while listening to nina's podcast of queen sugar when i heard how divided your house was on the season six finale i laughed so hard and immediately had to seek your podcast out thank you for listening lanny thank you uh at the time the walking dead wasn't on so i started looking for your old the walking dead podcast after listening to some of those i immediately became a premium member oh thank you baby now my thoughts on the episode i'm delighted this episode was trash because i dislike tara chambers immensely (laughs) from the the moment tara gave the governor a fist pump in season four i hated her the writer seemed to get his character simpleton dialogue and i eat up time in the story oh man it's already off to it was such a such a good start (laughs) you hate tar all downhill uh what what how the hell did they find gas to travel for two weeks but nothing else sounds like they weren't looking hard enough my guess is they probably keep gas in the rv in tanks like in a container and even uh heath was like we we got enough gas to go back now because we like we've used up the gas that we brought i'm assuming that's how they would handle it um hearing he's complaint about the morality of this world is just lazy writing as an audience we get it yes it's fucked up world you have to make fucked up choices no wonder Corey decided to go to another show oh they probably just i mean that was 24 dog he got a good job it's to come up i don't know I if mean, it was decide i mean you taking jack bowel's place come exactly on, dog. like you can be he which is like a b to c level character on this show or you can be black bowel you got to go be Black Bower, baby. Yeah, you got to go be Black Bower. Yeah, I don't think it was a shot at uh a shot at, at The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, although I will say this though, I think it's consistent writing to have the characters go through this shit because mm-hmm. um, I think if we ever get to a point where people don't struggle with the morality of, especially what they did preemptively killing people, um, then what's the point of the show that would be like a very fucking like if people just took to it like a fish out of water it's like well something's wrong with this person or wait a fish in water uh like it's like well something's wrong with this person you just you just kill innocent people you've never killed anyone before and not innocent but you just kill right. people and then you just like oh well fuck it right because the, the 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 funny part is that people act like that's what they want but then when they see it it's not what they want like like mm. if people was to really go from cool to extreme without any nuance in between people go what the fuck is this why should i care and this doesn't make sense like i think some people i might be wrong complain for the sake of complaining sometimes because mm. it's like you can't have it both ways well look how fucked up uh rachel is right like that little girl i was like that but that's it's like i've been saying though um certain certain characters on the show are how people talk about the show so like gregory from last week is actually how people talk about they would be on the show yes sir and you know like uh you know negan even the way negan runs shit that's what rick should be that's how shane should be like um but a lot of times those characters to me are they have a huge flaws and that's kind of why you know i don't fuck with them um i think for you to be a protagonist to me you need a certain amount of heart and humanity and morality that even when you do these horrible things you have to feel bad about them or else i wouldn't root for you as a character um because i i would assume this would this is like living in war it would it should fuck with you at some point you know at any rate um yeah he caught his first body and he i think he was i think he was just fucked up man 
um and plus he caught his first body and just hit the road like he didn't even get to process that he just right. hit the road with tara like everything was cool yeah and he had right before that not too long before that he had just got a uh cussed out by michonne for her saying you think you know what's out here you really have no right. idea what's happening and you keep coming with this moral compass when it's a little bit more complex than what you're trying to make it to be yeah my question would be what separates the good guys from the bad guys if it's not for the moral quandary that they find themselves in right true because it seems like all the bad guys are pretty much like this is the way it is and i'm just gonna be killing people and we're like well don't do that you know and all right anyway next question or next comment um three why didn't this community shoot terror on site like they've been doing with strangers all along if they would have just killed terror they would have been just fine uh i think it's honestly because of cindy cindy got yeah. in the way um tara spared beatrice and that kind of act kind of gave her a shot uh and i think they were going to kill her anyway um but she escaped yeah and you almost quote-unquote have to have some form of a moral compass in every group look like well a negan group doesn't have a moral compass but within most groups you have some form of a moral compass where you just like hey we can't there's some things we just shouldn't do Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i think that group was just i think the point of this whole episode was just about the whole preemptive killing shit and it was like Mm -hmm. what separates you from these people then what the fuck you know you think this is crazy but y'all did go stab motherfuckers in the head and sleep um lastly for tara is an idiot to think that walker on the bridge was heath because that walker's braids look great compared to what's on he said well that we agree on okay we we completely that was very realistic white people see our braids is all the same okay we all know this Ah! (laughs) twist locks they don't care they all look the same I was really hoping they would show us the conversation of Tara receiving the news about Denise, Glenn, and Abraham. Perhaps if they showed that part, I would have some empathy for Tara, but nope, they didn't. Well, that, speaking of redundant, like, wouldn't that be redundant? You know? The whole, they gotta do that shit every time you see somebody? Um, I don't know. I mean, to see someone freak out and have empathy for someone is, uh, yeah. I'm gonna throw it out there. Okay. Yeah. I think Tara's been through enough that I empathize with her already um yeah so i'm still waiting for her to die and stop taking away time from the characters i want to see bottom line tara is not funny not interesting and she damn sure didn't deserve <laughs> more than 60 minutes jesus i could not disagree more me either uh i'm trying to watch the show as ryan suggested and enjoy it for what it is but this season so far has only proven that the show jumped to start with dumpster gate and that shitty ass finale the writers can't continue the creative uh writing one-on-one dialogue forever can they please continue keep with the great work on keeping the people woke we will try i get why people don't like the season but i like the season for the most part mm. but I, I totally get why someone would not like the season but i think it's good yeah. it's starting to get better too i don't know my thing at this point is more like we know what that we we know what you're in for like i don't know i don't i don't know what to tell people man like i i wouldn't watch something i wasn't i didn't like like that but it's your free time to do whatever you want you know i to me this shit is interesting um and i just i think also i never lose sight of the fact that it's based on a comic book about zombies i'm not gonna get but so serious about it you know um you know so i don't get that mad i think i think 
um it just depends on when you opt out so some people opt out when you don't like a character when you don't like a storyline when you don't like you know it's like well fuck fuck everything about this but then it's like other weeks they must be like yeah nigga with a tiger that sounds cool and i'm like that how's that less ridiculous than what the fuck you're mad about with tar you know um but i think everybody has their faves and shit and Mm -hmm. their least faves and tara's one of my faves so it don't bother me Mm -mm. um all right guys uh make sure you check out breakfast for dinner okay they're fun they're it's yeah it's a fun ride with them and uh they're one of my favorite podcasts i really enjoy them a lot and thank y'all for coming on yeah, th- no, thank you for having us on. It's been a while. We, we love y'all. Uh, we're gonna have y'all on BFD. The problem with us is we, we record on the same night, so we gotta, we gotta move our schedules around. Our schedule around. Alright, we'll figure but, uh, something out, man. Y'all, you know, we'll make it happen. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Uh, yeah, check us out on bfdpod.com. It's like our central hub for everything. And, uh, Nicole, what's your Twitter? Uh, at Nicola Hertz. And I'm uh, at T-E-H-D-A-G-O. There you go. You can come find us. And we'll be back tomorrow with Black Astronauts, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. Would you say that again, Nicole? I'm sorry. I cut you off. I didn't mean to. That's okay. I said everybody in the chat room so lit. Come tweet at me. There you go. I want to be friends with you. (laughs) Go tweet at them, guys. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, Until then, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.